We discovered that there were secrets that your body was trying to tell you that could really help you optimize performance. But no one could monitor those things. And that's when we set out to build the technology that we thought could really change the world. Welcome to the Whoop Podcast. I'm your host, Will Ahmed, founder and CEO of Whoop, where we are on a mission to unlock human performance. At Whoop, we measure the body 24-7 and provide analytics to our members to help improve performance. This includes strain, recovery, and sleep. Our clients range from the best professional athletes in the world to Navy SEALs to fitness enthusiasts to Fortune 500 CEOs and executives. The common thread among Whoop members is a passion to improve. What does it take to optimize performance for athletes, for humans, really anyone? We're launching a podcast to dig deeper. We'll interview experts and industry leaders across sports, data, technology, physiology, athletic achievement, you name it. My hope is that you'll leave these conversations with some new ideas and a greater passion for performance. With that in mind, I welcome you to the WHOOP podcast. In 2010, I think we had the NBA uh, lockout. When we came back from that, it was a shortened season. Sometimes we played three games uh, in a row. And so that's when all of the conversations that we were having on sleep, all the conversations we had on recovery, that's when they came into fruition because the team and the athletes that were most recovered and who got the most rest were the ones that were winning. What's up, folks? My guest today is Mike Mencius longtime personal trainer to LeBron James. Mike and I first met four years ago. He's been a friend and advisor to Whoop ever since. Mike's journey is a fascinating one. We explore how he went from being the student manager of a small college basketball team to athletic trainer to arguably the greatest athlete of our generation. It's really a good story for anyone who's thinking about how to rise up in their career. Mike follows almost every ladder possible to to become where he ultimately is today. We also talk about the various preparation and recovery techniques Mike uses with LeBron, how he's helped him be one of the league's most durable players for the last decade and a half. We also discuss how Mike first got involved with Whoop, the benefits he sees in it, and why he believes the data is so important. Mike also shares the one piece of training advice he'd give to the average everyday athlete. I think you're going to get a lot out of this. Without further ado, here is Mike. Mike, thanks for coming on. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to be part of this. Absolutely. Well, it's been a fun journey working with you now for a number of years. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot we can talk about. I want to start, though, by just understanding it's about 8.30 in the morning here in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your night last night. Well, we got in, uh, you know, we got in from Detroit. We didn't get in till probably two in the morning from that flight. I know it's a quick flight, but weather wasn't the best, so uh, you know, sometimes we get grounded for for a few minutes. But this this time was about an hour, hour and a half. So uh, it elongated our evening and our morning. Went to bed about three, three thirty. Well, is that this thing that I feel like we as fans forget is that even though you know often professional athletes are flying private or chartering. You still have to deal with the weather, and the fact of the matter is you guys just came off a back-to-back, and now you're going to bed at 3 or 4 in the morning in a, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the, uh, that's the business we've chosen, right? Uh, but um, the, the, there's one thing that, that we always joke about is that the, the weather does not discriminate. 
whether uh, you're flying private, whether you're flying commercial, it's just, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're up to its mercy. And when you come off a trip like that, how does it start to shift the way you think about sleep and recovery, which I know are super important themes for you and obviously for the work that you do with LeBron? Yeah, you know, we most importantly, we want him to, uh, and we want our guys to, uh, you know, to get as much rest, as much sleep as possible. So we don't schedule anything um, for about eight hours after uh, we get into the hotel, you know, to, to, get, to give the guys ample time to, to go in, to settle in, and try to get some good uh, REM sleep. That's smart. I mean, I've often heard, or maybe this is more of an old school approach, that people have a like a fixed schedule, and no matter if you get in at, at midnight or at three, we still have that nine a.m. shoot around. It sounds like you guys have a much more flexible schedule. Yeah, we have to. You know, you, you always have to have to uh, adjust. Um, you know, adjust to our travel schedule. Uh, I always say that the uh, that our travel schedule is that uh, that unseen opponent that's uh, that's constantly there, it, it, and it's it's, uh, it's constantly there, and it wants to, it wants to beat you, and it wants to beat you up. Um, so we, we definitely have to adjust to that. Well, I want to I want to go back in time for a second. Um, and <laughs> yeah. So you and I met in 2014. Whoop was um, in its early stages. Of the company it had only been around for a couple of years at that point. Our technology was in its early stages. Yeah. And oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the, uh, the, uh, the 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 prototype Whoop bands and the. Uh, <laughs> You know the software, et cetera. It was, uh, it, but however, you know, back then I was I was able to see the vision uh, with you, and uh, you know here, here we are, here we are a few years later. Well, it's been a great journey, and you know the thing that impressed me about you was, um, you know, here you are uh, training arguably the best athlete of of our generation, mm-hmm. and. Um, and yet you've managed to keep a very low profile. You've, you've stayed uh, incredibly humble throughout that. And I always found that when we were talking about Whoop, you had these interesting insights. So for our audience who maybe has had trouble finding you even on the Internet, you know, talk a little bit about how you go from being student manager of Texas Pan Am's basketball team to all of a sudden personal trainer for, for LeBron James. What was that journey like? Gosh, it's, it's you know... Yeah, we're really going back in time now. Um, you know, I started off. You know, I wanted to be involved with the with college basketball, and from there, I wanted to be involved with professional basketball. Um, and I was one, and I was always interested in the sports medicine. And so, my foot in the door was actually equipment. You know, so I started yeah. doing. Uh, I was the equipment manager for for our basketball team for about a semester, and then um, then our, our our trainer, our our student trainer. Uh, he wasn't able to uh, to finish off the year, and so I started uh, volunteering and interning with with the, with our head trainer at the at the at the university, and just started learning the ropes there. So the next the following year, I was doing both. I was doing equipment. I was doing uh, you know I was a student athletic trainer. Stepping stones, man. Stepping stones, yeah, just stepping stones, and uh, and I loved it. I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with. It. I mean, I've always loved basketball. I mean, that, that that's that's been my my number one love. Um, and just, you know, I said, well, if I'm doing it at this level, why can't I do it at the professional level? And so I started doing my research and just started cold calling, you know, professional teams. Yeah. Amazing. Whether, whether it was pro football or pro basketball, I just, um, you know, kept calling and, um, writing letters, et cetera, et cetera. 
And finally, um, good old uh, Keith Jones from the Houston Rockets. You know, I called him up and I told him what I wanted to do, uh, what I was interested in. And he said, well, why don't you come up for the weekend and kind of shadow us and see what we do here with the Rockets. And, you know, I, I was like a, a kid in a candy store. I said, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I, I drove up to Houston, which is about four hours from where I'm from. Uh, drove up for the weekend, you know, stayed um, with a friend of mine up in Houston. And um, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with it and started doing pre-Jeff camps uh, for the NBA uh, in Chicago. I got I got approved and I pulled some strings to, to go volunteer there. Volunteered for three years there at the NBA pre-Jeff camps. And, uh, again, loved it. You know, I was like a, I said, somebody pinched me because I'm, I'm like, I'm living a dream already. You know, I'm, I'm working with these uh, with these high-end college athletes who are about to be in the NBA. So I was extremely excited about that. While I was there, I networked a little bit more with some athletic trainers from, from you know, from uh, from pro sports and from uh, uh, big-time college programs, I call. And um, from there, just, just networked. And then I met uh, the head trainer for the Cavaliers, the head trainer for... Uh, you know the Milwaukee Bucks, and just just uh, I fell in love. You know I fell in love with the camaraderie that that came with it, and uh, and all the and the long hours as well. Um, and so all of a sudden I get uh, I get a call that uh, the Cavaliers are looking for a seasonal intern. So I apply and I get it. Um, I did I did summer league with them, and then uh, I got hired on. And what the, time? What year is this? Guys, this was. Um, I started I started the pre-Jeff camps with the NBA in 1998. It was my very first one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I graduated high school in '95. Okay. Just to give you some some context there. So it took. So me, you were hustling right out of the gates. I was hustling right out of the gates. Yeah, right out of the gates. Yeah. I started doing equipment for the basketball team, um, and then just started interning and volunteering. Um, next, you know, I'm working the pre-Jeff camp three years later, right after right after high school graduation. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So. Um, uh, 98, 99, 2000, and then graduated in 2000, 2001, I got hired on by the, uh, the by the Cavaliers. And somewhere in that period of time, I read that you got to know Tim Grover. Uh, absolutely right. Uh, it, it, it was during the uh, the uh, the pre-Jeff camp in Moody Bible College that, uh, you know, again, you got scouts from all over the NBA. You got totally. G- GMs, coaches, scouts. You got... Uh, Obviously, some some players, some agents, and uh, of course, you know Tim was a big part of that because uh, that was his backyard, you know, Chicago, and he was famous for his for his work with uh, with MJ and uh, and his um, his gym was in Chicago, uh, where, where some of the some of the top players of our time were uh, were there playing basketball and doing pickup games with uh, with MJ. So he he stopped by the gym, and I you know I, I made it a point to introduce myself. And um, you know he was he was was very courteous and he goes hey you know if there's anything I could do you know let me know and I said well you know let, let's let, let's stay in touch and so you know I've always wanted to work with him kind of learn from him a little bit and learn his techniques learn his his style learn his um, not only his style but just just his his, his methods his methods and how you deal with uh, top notch athletes um, and so I, I wanted to learn from him. And next, you know, we're on a call in 2001. Um, MJ, uh, you know, decides he wants to come back and play for the Wizards, and he's training in Chicago. And just the uh, the stars aligned, I guess. And Tim said, "Okay, you know, if you want to come out and help us out, go ahead." 
I mean, that's got to be one of the best internships ever for someone oh, yeah. who is aspiring to, you know, go down your career path. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. I always say with Tim, I learned a lot um, of what to do and also what, what not to do. And what I mean by that is he helped me understand how to how to, how to prepare myself to work with, you know, uh, an athlete of an elite level, like, uh, like, like an MJ you know, we had all the uh, all, all the big time guys at that time. You know, he had um, you know Jawan Howard, he had Michael Finley, he had uh, Tim Hardaway, um, uh, Jamal Crawford, he had uh, Charles Barkley, he had Scotty Pippen. You know, he was uh, he was ahead of his time. Well, one thing I imagine that you picked up from Tim was just how to be around an athlete of uh, like Michael Jordan, because even those other names you mentioned. For most people, being around them would be overwhelming. But Michael Jordan, and to some degree, I think today LeBron James is exactly the same way. They're the whole stature above, where it's like the, every camera is following them, right? <laughs> yeah. What did you notice about the way Tim approached that with Michael Jordan? He he was he, he was consistent. He was consistent. That's something to to this day that I that I hold dearly to uh, to, to to how I approach every day with uh, with what I do. You know, you you must be consistent, and you must be. Uh, even keel, you know, you can't get too too, too high, can't get too low when 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 the when the chips are down. But um, you just always had to be there. You had to be available, you know, twenty four seven, because you 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 uh, you're invested in it, and not monetarily, but you're invested. Uh, you know, you 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 care. Your heart's in it, you know, and so you live, breathe, and and, and die this, you know, twenty four seven. Was there anything about the way that uh, Tim managed MJ's sort of competitiveness or personality that you took away from? Um, no, I, I think he just helped accentuate it. Yeah. You know, he just helped accentuate it. Uh, uh, I think Tim was a reflection of Mike, and Mike was a reflection of Tim. You know, they, they both went uh, hand in hand. Now, I read that um, in transitioning to Cleveland, MJ actually wrote you a letter of recommendation. Is that true? <laughs> That 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 is true. That so is you true. must have made an amazing impression. Uh, you know, I just um, I, I guess I'm a quick learner. You know, <laughs> I'm a quick learner, and you know, I was I was humbled by the whole experience. You know, I was in awe. You know, being around and working around Tim and MJ, and it was a uh, you know, I asked for a letter of recommendation because at that time I just finished college, and I said, you know, what are the odds that uh, that he'd write me a letter of recommendation? You know, if he was happy with with the way I helped. Him and Tim, and sure enough, he uh, he did it. So, well, I mean, I think for people listening who are trying to advance anywhere in their career, there's something to learn just in that story. It takes true guts to go ask MJ for a recommendation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is one of the most intimidating athletes yeah. of all time. Yeah, I think I, think I was a. I was a gutsy little guy coming out, coming out of. But you also uh, had nothing to lose guy. too, right? True. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So there's there's a learning in that. Yeah. Okay, so you go to Cleveland. And this is now, I think, LeBron's rookie year or uh, his second year. Yes, this, this was his. Um, actually, um, I get uh, I get the call from from uh, the head trainer for the Cavs at the time. He says, "Okay, we're looking for a summer league trainer, uh, Max Benton, you know, the good uh, Cavaliers trainer." Uh, and Stan Kellers was the uh, the strength coach at the time, and I learned a lot from those guys. They um, they uh, they came up to me and I said, "You know, we're." We're impressed. We're, we're happy with your work ethic. You know, would you like to, would you be interested in the seasonal internship? You know, that was you know, <laughs> you know, I almost passed out. I said, absolutely, <laughs> you know, absolutely. And so, 
So it's okay. You're yeah. literally climbing every ladder. I love it. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's summer league intern, seasonal intern. Uh, it's, yeah. Absolutely. So, so that year, you're obviously spending a lot more time with um, with the players and LeBron James. How mm-hmm. did you first start working with him? You know, it, it was um, it, it was never intentional. It was just, hey, you know, he's one of the players. You know, be respectful. Um, you know, be there for for whatever he needs. You know, in my book, there was no difference between LeBron James or or, or one of the old vets. You know, it was just totally. He's an NBA player. He's part of our roster. Help him with, with whatever he needs and, and stay out of his way. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, on some level, I imagine it may have actually been easier for you to build a rapport with him that early in his career, because now you know, once when someone meets LeBron James for the first time, it's just impossible for them not to be on a different stature, even if you want to tell yourself it's just one of fifteen guys. Whereas yeah, yeah. for you, it really was like you know, we'll see how this rookie plays out, and we've got <laughs> you know fourteen other guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it was, uh, yeah, it, it was easy for me. Yeah, it, it, it was easy because it was you know I've always been about just my job and work you know the, the one I don't, I don't like asking anyone for anything it was just you know do your job be consistent and and we'll, and we'll see where it goes. So obviously your time with the Cavaliers, um, a lot of success. Um, what what were some of the techniques that you introduced for LeBron that? that may have been new or, you know, or important to your methodology? Yeah, I, um, I think it was um, just a combination of everything from, uh, I think it all started with uh, with stuff in, in, in the weight room and with uh, uh, core strengthening and flexibility. Mm-hmm. You know, here's this, uh, this 19, 20-year-old kid, you know, who's just you know, uh, blessed, you know, beyond uh, beyond recognition, you know, but he's also a, a great person. And and I think he he wanted to even back then he wanted to be better. Yeah. Okay. How can I push and be better and be better? And so um, you know so we started doing some simple like stretching exercises and 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 that led to okay let's, let's go to the weight room and do a couple exercises. And then it led to okay what are you doing outside of this that can that can help prepare us for uh you know for 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 uh, a more productive season. Um, so we started talking about nutrition. And then we started talking about uh, recovery. You know, what what can we do outside of this? You know, the sports massage. Uh, you know, maybe you, you should you should ice your knees. You know, after practices, after games, more. Uh, so we started doing that, and then it just turned into okay, uh, supplementation. You know, what aren't you getting in your diet? And so it just evolved. It just really evolved. But it all, it all started with just doing some flexibility work and some stretching, <laughs> and you know, maybe some band work here and there, and then now. Boom! It was all. It, it turned into, you know, what it is now. Fifteen years later, this all-encompassing, you know, holistic um, process. Well, it's been an amazing fifteen years, and um, it's been well documented as one of the most durable runs for ever. You know, for any professional athlete. I think mm-hmm. LeBron's now thirty-four years old. He's played the most playoff minutes in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never missed a playoff game ranks among all-time leaders in total minutes played. Mm-hmm. Now, recovering from that's obviously really challenging. LeBron's been credited as being one of the best recovered athletes. Yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit about the importance of recovery and um, and what are some of the things that you think are really important for recovery? Well, um, I, was, I was talking to, um, to someone else about it earlier in the year about recovery. And um, the, the, the one thing... I, that I want to be clear of, but is that recovery never stops. Yeah. You know, even while you're playing, you, you have to have a, 
um, your, your mind has to be on the next play. And, and the next play could be, uh, you know, not, not actually in basketball terms, but the next play is what am I doing after the game? You know, that's my next play is how am I, how am I being uh, nutrified? You know, what, what am I doing for nutrition? And then the next play after that, what am I doing on this flight? Right. And the next play is, okay, what am I doing when I get to the hotel? What am I, you know, how much sleep am I getting? So it's, it's, a, it's an evolving process. It's a nonstop process. It's a constant, uh, you know, being, if you will. Well, I was just on the show, um, The Boardroom, which is on ESPN right now, and I was with Kevin Durant and Steve oh, yeah. Nash and mm-hmm. Andre Goodall, and they were talking about, um, you know, just how much the game's advanced from the standpoint of thinking about recovery. Yeah. You know, 15 years ago, you might get on a plane and forget that you got a game tomorrow in some, way, in some ways, you know, <laughs> yeah, whereas yeah. now, what are some of the things that you, um, you know, you like to do after a game, for example, to, to try to get recovery as optimal as possible? Uh, uh, let's see. So as soon as the game's over, we, um, you know, we start to nutrify the body, you know, yeah. um, and, um, and again, we, we, we have in mind, okay, what's the next day like? Is it going to be a practice day? Is it going to be an off day? Is it going to be... Uh, and by off, I mean no practice or game. You know, it's, right. it's, it's which rare. is unusual. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so let's pretend tomorrow's a game day. If tomorrow's a game day, like back to back. Yeah, then then we're right right after the game that we just had. We're we're nutrifying. You know, we're, we're, we're I want to make sure he has uh, number one uh, a protein recovery shake. Yeah. You know, and um, and we're fortunate enough to uh, to actually establish our own. Yeah, very uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, and so um, you know, we, this we, is the latter brand you're talking this about. This is this is this is the you know the uh, the latter brand that, that that we started earlier in uh, er, earlier this season in November we launched, and uh, this is an opportunity for um, um, for folks outside of professional sports to actually um, have access to you know the same protein recovery shakes, the same pregame um, uh, pre workout drinks. Um, and just uh, and the same n- nutrition and greens drink um, that that the, that the professionals uh, actually have access to that, that LeBron actually uses. Yeah. Um, you know, pregame and postgame. So we're, we're excited. To, we're excited for the launching of uh, of that product, and it's called Ladder. Um, and that that's one of the things that uh, we use after every game, actually before and after every game. And what about that supplement? Um, you know, what did you feel was missing in the market in order to create it? Um, I, I, I think what was missing in the market was transparency. And, you know, we, 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 we set out with a goal. And the goal for Ladder was just, you know, provide, provide everyone with a clean product. A clean product that actually works and, and, and that tastes good. You know, it was, it was you know, we, we, we left nothing up to the imagination as far as, like, proprietary, uh, proprietary ingredients. Yeah. Um, you know, all, all the ingredients are clearly labeled uh, in, in, in the packaging. Um, and it was very important for us to be NSF certified for sport. Because, uh, uh, you know, guys, guys have to, you know, unfortunately, there's, there's a, lot of, uh, a lot of junk out there in, in, in the realm of, uh, of sports, uh, sports supplements and um, uh, vitamins and, uh, you know, all, all this uh, pregame stuff that the guys are taking. Um, a lot, a lot of it isn't certified for sports, so that's one thing that we wanted to be uh, very clear, you know, to, to our athletes and, the, and to the people in the, uh, um, you know, the, to the people in the outside of sports was that we want to provide uh, a clean uh, NSF certified uh, product. 
You know, that makes a lot of sense to me because if you're managing everything that an individual does for recovery and then you're giving him a supplement and you don't know necessarily what's in it, (laughs) that totally undermines the process. Uh, So it makes perfect sense that you guys created your own. Uh, Absolutely. You know, we want to be holistic uh, in in, in this whole process. Uh, We want to uncover every, you know, know, leave leave no stone uh, unturned, you know, when when it comes to... uh, uh, not only LJ, but you know the rest of the players in the NBA, the rest of the players in the NFL, the rest of the players in you know professional hockey, uh, you know professional baseball, etc. You know we want to provide people with uh, with, with a clean product that's uh, that they can trust. Let's uh, let's talk for a second about how um, you got involved with Whoop. So we meet in, in 2014. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I've been fortunate to have you an advisor to the, the company since then. Yeah. Um, and uh, what got you excited about Whoop when we first started talking about it? Um, you know, uh, I think it was in uh, yeah. It was, you said it was 2014 where we um, where we where we met and uh, started talking about the company. I was excited because here was this new technology that, if if done the right way, which obviously you know <laughs> we have, yeah, um, could be extremely beneficial to uh, to, to to professional athletes. Uh, and, and not, not only pro athletes, but you know, fo- folks that uh, that have a regular ninety five, et cetera. Right. Um, here we can basically unlock like like the body's recovery process, and and we can unlock analytics. Um, you know, how can we get better as, as as an athlete? You know, or as an everyday athlete? You know, and, and this is this is something that you know I said, wow, you know, if you can pull this off, hey, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm 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 all in. And no. so here we are. Well, you. The thing that I really appreciated was that you understood the importance of the other 20 hours of the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. that was that was a lot of the, I think, the mission behind founding Whoop, or the secret behind founding Whoop, was that the other 20 hours of the day are underrated, right? There's <laughs> such a big focus on exercise, uh-huh. and yet there's less of a focus on what you're doing the rest of the day, how you're sleeping, all these things. And so... At a time, which to be fair was very early in the company's days, and a lot of people were telling me I was going to fail, yeah, yeah. it was refreshing to hear from you. Like, no, this is a great way to think about it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It, it was, and, and even back then, I was. That's where my mind was at. It's, it's if nothing else, it, it it helped validate what we're what we're already doing. True, you know? yeah. And and what what I was already telling uh, not only LJ but uh, but other athletes was you know the importance of sleep and recovery, and um, I think. Uh, in 2010, we I think we had the NBA uh, lockout. 2010 or 11, we had the NBA yeah. lockout. When we came back from that, it was a shortened season, and we had to, um, you know, sometimes sometimes we played three games uh, in a row. Right. And so that's when, you know, all, all of the conversations that we were having on sleep, all the conversations we had on recovery, that's when they came into fruition because the team and the athletes that were most recovered and who got the most rest were the ones that were winning. Yeah. And guess what? We just that whole season we were focused like like none other uh, of being the the most rested the most recovered uh and the most conditioned uh team and the most conditioned player um that uh, that, that that the NBA you know had at that time and and that's when we won not only an MVP trophy but an NBA championship and that that was our first yeah well congratulations yeah. and uh, for you and wearing Whoop, what are some things you've learned about your body like how, how do you like to use the technology um not on, you know, for me, it's not really about counting calories or counting heart rate. But for me, it's about okay, how much, how can I be uh, better recovered? 
yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, am I getting enough sleep, you know, and uh, if I sleep six hours, what does that mean for my recovery? If I sleep eight hours, which is <laughs> almost a rarity, right. you know, what does that mean for my recovery and, and for my performance the next day? You know, because um, at the end of the day, I'm still a husband, I'm still a father, you know, I'm still a provider. So uh, I have to be the, 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 you know, the MVP for my family, <laughs> you know. And you're a guy who travels all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We just talked about how you guys got in at three last night when you were supposed to get in at, you know, maybe 10. Correct. Right? What are some things that you're going to do today to try to recalibrate yourself and, and other members of the team? Um, well, uh, my, my schedule is, is, is all dependent on, on, on our athletes. You know, if, uh, if, if a player needs something, you know, an hour from now, then, then I have to be there. You know, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, at eight o'clock at night before they go out to dinner, then I'm there, you know, so my schedule is, is always, always, you know, revolves around them. Uh, but for me personally, I think from here, I'll, I'll uh, you know, we're up and moving. So let's start the day off with a little workout, you know, 20, 30 minutes, just something light, some cardio, maybe some body weight training. Um, and, um, and we, and we have the Nutrify, you know, so we're going to go out and have a nice meal um, and just be, you know, be, be, be on call basically for, for our guys. Um, if, if I can get a little spin in later, then, then do a little two a day today. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, uh, so you you mentioned get a good meal, and I know you're someone personally who's tweaked your own diet. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what do you think is um, overhyped today in nutrition, and what are some things you're excited about? I think some of the stuff that's overhyped right now is 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 the fact that you have to stick with one way and that's it. Like, you know, you, 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 some people go, go vegan, uh, you know, 24 seven, some people go paleo, you know, some people are doing this keto thing. Um, there are a lot of trends out there, but I think the most important thing for, for me, uh, that, that I would suggest or that I would recommend is that, you know, just, just try to balance it out. Just try to balance it out. You know, if, um, if you can't go all paleo, then, you know, then just, you know, you, you, it's okay to have a little cheat meal, you know, every now and then. Uh, if you can't go full vegan, then you know, have a, you know, just 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 figure it out. You know, f- find out what works for you, and just you know, be balanced. It's okay to uh, you know to fall off the wagon a little bit. So experimentation is a recurring yeah, yeah, theme. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What what kind of a diet do you have today? Um, I'm mostly a plant based uh, diet. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I, I do primarily um, vegan options. You know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if you think about um, if you think about uh, training philosophies, I mean, right now there's a lot of different classes popping up across the country. Oh yeah. Um, you know, for the guy who's listening, who's a weekend warrior, who's trying to get back into shape, what do you what do you think are are good workouts that you know? There's things like Orange Theory. There's Barry's Boot Camp. There's Soul Cycle. There's Pilates. There's now things like Peloton, which are an at-home cycling studio. Oh yeah, yeah. There's all these different products out there. What are, you know, if you were to just make a recommendation to someone who's trying to get into more classes, trying to take things up a notch, what do you like that's out there? If guys are, you know, if if if, if guys and, uh, and and ladies want to re- really push themselves to the next level, um, th- there's a class that I, uh, you know, I'm not a paid endorser, but there's a <laughs> there's a there's a company out there called Rise Nation, and they do uh, 30 minute Versa Climber classes. Oh yeah, you've been telling me about the Versa Climber. Yeah, yeah. and then the Versa Climber is a is a, is, a, is a piece of machinery that, that that we fell in love with. Gosh, like 10, 10 12 years ago. And describe what the Versa Climber looks like. It's it's a it's just a it's a like a standalone uh, kind of a pole with handles 
and 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 pedals so you're constantly doing like this up uh, like an uphill climb um it's like an uphill elliptical almost where you're just climbing pretty much yeah yeah yeah. you know you have to use your arms you have to use your legs it's a perpetual rock climbing yeah exactly what it looks like yeah yeah and uh, and and your core has to be strong and stable you know to stabilize your body throughout these movements so um it's a very very challenging workout but it, but it's it's a it's a very uh, beneficial one at the same time. Is that is that a machine that you guys now have in your gym too? The oh yeah, climber? oh yeah. I mean, I, we we have them in, the, in our home gyms. We have them, <laughs> you know we're, we're, wherever we go. You know, we, we make sure that those that those teams and those facilities have immersive climber. Now, how about from a recovery standpoint? Say you're an athlete <clears throat> who works out a lot, but you find that as you're getting <clears throat> older, you've got more muscle soreness, or you're having trouble doing two or three days in a row of tough workouts. What are some things that professional athletes are doing today that you recommend, um, you know, people try? I know like cryotherapy is an example of something that's out there. Cryotherapy is big, you know, for, for recovery and for just, um, you know, it, it helps helps uh, release endorphins. Um, so you you like cryotherapy or oh, yeah. you believe in it? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I, I think we've had great success with that, you okay. know, for, for, for several years now. Um, and, and how often will you do cryotherapy? We'll do, um, it all depends, you know, we, we, we could do like a, a, a general, like, you know, you, you've seen the, the stand-up cryotherapy chambers, yeah. um, you know, that, that, that's one example of, of a full body cryotherapy. We can do that once every three days. Okay. So uh, it's still it, pretty it, often. Yeah. If you, if you have access to that. Yeah. Um, and then you have the, uh, the, the localized treatments, you know, just, just, uh, put an ice bag around your knees or on your back or on your ankles, you know, that we do probably twice a day. Do you have any opinion on ice bags versus like hopping in an ice bath? Um, well, obviously the, the 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 amount of coverage, uh, you know, the, the amount of coverage that the that the, that the bath will give you, you know, is, is probably a little more uh, beneficial. But if you don't have access to that, then we use a product called Hyperice, and uh, and Hyperice, you know, they, they do. I love the Hyperice. Oh, Hyperice is amazing. Not yeah. only not only do they have, um, uh, you know, ice bags, if you will, but but they use. Um, um, they have like great uh, recovery products like foam rollers and vibrating foam rollers, etc. Um, and, and we just got introduced to this new product called Kelvy, and um, that that's something that uh, is just fresh on the market. And uh, it, it's it's um, picture uh, an, an ice wrap, but without you know, without you having to use uh, ice and water. It's uh, all it's all electric. Oh, that's cool. And it, it, it's uh, you know we're pretty excited about about the launch of that as well. And uh, the Hyperice, do you use that? Uh, it's like a, um, what am I trying to say? It's like a screwdriver almost, but with a foam roller at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, the like machine yeah, gun. Yeah, it's called, it's called the, uh, the Hypervolt. The Hypervolt, and, uh, yeah. yeah. And then the Hypervolt is something that's, uh, uh, that we started. We were actually one the first uh, NBA, NBA uh, team and NBA players to, uh, to use it. Again, experimentation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know the, the, first. The, the whole world knows that, uh, what I'm all about, and it's, it's all about being... Uh, you know, being on, on the cutting edge of, of recovery, of performance. And so, you know, you get, you get calls and you get emails from different companies, but you have to be very selective. Well, I imagine you get use. thousands of those, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think what's cool is that you, you also follow up on the ones that seem intriguing and you oh, yeah. try it yourself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, the um, couple other uh, techniques, how do you feel about uh, general massage therapy, acupuncture, cupping, things like that. I love all that. You know, I, I, I love all that. Again, you know, you, you don't want to go overboard with with doing all of those things. You know, especially on the same day. Yeah, you know, of you course. Just, not. just have to be smart. You know, um, um, maybe maybe today calls for more of a cupping session, and uh, two days from now, 
you know, maybe you need some uh, acupuncture or, or, or dry needling, um, you know, and, and then some days you just need, you just need a recovery flush, you know, a, a leg massage. You know, some, some days you need some uh, electrical stem, you know, for, for, for a particular muscle. You know, there's, there's dozens of tools, there's hundreds and thousands of tools actually out there. But you have to just, you know, be smart and be smart in how you use them. Now, are there any of those things that you wouldn't do on the day of a game or the day before a game? On the day of a game, I wouldn't do any uh, like dry needling and something that's gonna that's gonna make you sore. Okay. Yeah. And it's great. It's great for recovery and treatment, though. And what if uh, you're low energy, right? And you have to perform like it's it's noon on the day of a game, mm-hmm. and I come to you and I'm like, "Hey, Mike, uh, I just feel tired right now." Yeah, yeah. Um, what, would you, what would you recommend? Uh, depending on how much time we have. Um, Let's say you got seven hours. If I had seven hours, then then, then I would. Um, I would advise you, you know, first off, I see, you know, what are you eating? When was the last time you ate? Sure. Okay. And then, um, and then I would ask you about your sleep. How much sleep did you get the night before? And if the answer was really, really low, then I, frankly, I'd recommend, a, you know, a short nap. You know, sometimes all you need is like a 20 minute nap. Um, especially if you're trying, if you're trying to get ready for a game, you know, sometimes you just need a 20 to 30 minute nap, um, you know, depending on your schedule. But from, um, you know, and then I'll ask you about, uh, again, as far as nutrition goes, okay, how much water are you drinking? How many, uh, how much electrolytes, you know, do you have in your system? So it's not just, just, okay, here's a cup of coffee, you know, you know, have at it. It's, it's about what have you been doing, um, you know, up until this point and why, and to try to figure out, you know, do some reverse engineering. Why are you tired? Are you a fan of uh, using caffeine as a stimulant during, like, for a game or for a practice or for a workout? Um, yes, I am. But uh, again, you have to be smart on on your dosages. Um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of just gulping down. You know, a, a big uh, a, a, a sugary and explode energy <laughs> drink or something like that, or you know, something where you where you you know you feel like your heart's gonna gonna beat out of your chest uh you know 20 minutes for a workout and that that's one of the things uh, uh, as far as like talking about our um talking about our ladder product is you know we do offer a, a pre-workout uh, uh powder drink that um uh, again that the, the, the lebron takes before a game and it's just it, it's simple it's clean uh and it's certified you know you're, you're not gonna feel jittery uh but it will give you just that the just that a quick boost of energy before a workout. And so that does have a little bit of caffeine it in it? It does have uh, just a little bit of caffeine. Would you yeah. say it's more or less than the equivalent of a cup of coffee? I'd say it's uh, it's about the same as, as the a same? cup of coffee, yeah. Okay. Are there any other products that come to mind that you think are interesting right now from a recovery standpoint, sleep? Um, and, and another one that, that, that we use that we're using for a while is called Normatech. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know. I know G at Normatech. Yeah, great, yeah, great yeah. guy. Great guy, and he's, he's you know we've had a great um, you know it's never been a sponsorship, it's never been a monetary thing. It's just you know I, I just I believe in the product. So, well, I've used Normatech too, and I think it's a good product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some uh, other recommendations you have to, for our audience listening? You know, these are people who maybe monitoring themselves or super interested in how to improve performance. Yeah, are there any tips or? techniques that may not be that obvious that you would recommend you know what from you know we, we've touched on sleep being very important we, t- we talk about nutrition yeah. uh, and hydration let's not forget you know not only do you have to eat right but you also have to hydrate yourself with the uh, um with water and if you're if you're an athlete you know with some water with some electrolytes well you've had an uh, an incredible career mike talk about some of the 
the memorable highlights for you? Um, I think number one was, um, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's almost obvious, but it, our very first championship. Yeah, man, that's got to be amazing. Yeah, you know, it, it was very rewarding uh, for him, for our team, uh, for everyone that's been around us in our process since day one. Um, you know, our friends, our family, um, and for me, it was like almost a little validation. It was just that, that you know, as, as an athletic trainer, that that you, that you had just a little bit of influence, you know, that you're, that you're part of that, that, that your work was able to, to help, uh, a player and a team, you know, build this, uh, this, this, uh, you know, historical season. In well, hundred percent. And part of the reason you guys won was cause you came back, right? I mean, now it was the Spurs series, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, the very first one was, uh, the Oklahoma city thunder. Oh, okay. Excuse yeah, me. Excuse yeah. Me. And, and that was during the, um, the lockout. Okay, that's right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Now, the next series that you guys won was that comeback series against the Spurs. <laughs> against the Spurs, that was, uh, that was incredible. That was incredible. Uh, there was that famous three-pointer that Ray Allen hit. Th- there, was, there was a famous, you know. And, they and were he, bringing the trophy out onto the court. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's how yeah, much they, yeah, everyone yeah. thought the game was over. Yeah, they, they had the yellow ropes out you know, to, <laughs> to control the crowd, right? Um, and uh, and so, so before the Ray Allen shot, you know, there was a big three-pointer by LeBron. Yeah, there was some missed free throws on the other end by the other team, and then there was a huge rebound by Chris Bosh, who had the uh, just that, that court vision to to find Ray and to know that Ray was in the corner. Yeah, oh my gosh! And Ray, before the shot, he had that he had that, uh, that again that, that that court sense and that court vision to to know where his feet were to right. move, to move. It was amazing behind to take that little half step back to make sure he was behind the three point line, and then Ray was just Ray. You know, and then uh, once he hit that shot, you know, it was destiny. Yeah, it, it destiny. felt like it. Yeah, because yeah. you guys still had to win another game, right? We had to win one more game. Yeah. Yeah. Now, listening to you describe that, it sounds like you've got a bit of a photographic memory for uh, for basketball. I mean, you've definitely watched over ten thousand hours to, <laughs> to Malcolm Gladwell's point. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, are, are there ever uh, things in your mind from a from a, just the point of view of being an observer of the game that that you think about? Like, has the game evolved in your mind? I mean, obviously, three-point shooting's now oh, very popular. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's extremely popular now. Um, you know, I, I, I always I always take a step back and tell everyone, you know, I, I got the best seat of the house, you know, night in and night out. Totally. You know, so I'm, I'm very fortunate for that. Um, but the, the way the game has evolved is, you know, guys are being more aware. As far as as far as me, and, you know, I'm not talking about X's and O's. Sure. Um, but just from my, from my standpoint, uh, the game has evolved in a sense of where, where the guys are a lot more educated in the process, you know, and in, in not only recovery, but in performance, you know, how can I get the most out of my career, out of my body, et cetera. You have to, you have to have that time for yourself, you know, and uh, visualize the day, visualize the week, visualize the game, you know, visualize what kind of season you want you know, to have. Uh, it's all extremely important. And me- mental health is, has, has come to the forefront here. Um, uh, recently, with guys uh, not only in the NBA but uh, but other sports, um, as being one, one of the focal points and uh, point uh, points of emphasis um, for professional athletes, and that's that's one thing that that must be addressed is, is your mental health. Well, it's a great point. Adam Silver had a you know really interesting segment recently where he talked about how he felt that actually a lot of players in the NBA weren't happy. And I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty smart of him to bring it up and to touch mm-hmm. upon it because even though these are young athletes making millions of dollars, 
you're on the road a lot, you're stuck on your phone a lot, it can be lonely. And if you don't have the right, you know, practices in place, maybe you can lose sight of just the bigger picture and how great things are. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and and you have to give yourself and find resources to help you, uh, you know, to help you cope with, um, you know, with with what you might be, uh, you know, experiencing and dealing with. You know, it's always, uh, it always looks like it's, uh, you know, glamorous and fun and, you know, everything's great. Uh, and everything is roses, but you know you, you do have to have to take a step back and and make sure you don't lose sight of of, of the big picture, and, and that's your overall health. Well, I, I appreciate that, Mike. And look, I really appreciate all the work that we've gotten to do together. Absolutely, it's been awesome. Love having you on Whoop. Love all your feedback on the product. Mm-hmm. And uh, and look, we'll keep growing together. Absolutely, I'm 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 excited for it. I'm excited for uh, for, the, for the next phase of uh, of Whoop. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Mike. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks again to Mike for coming on. It's always a pleasure to chat with him and learn more about his ideas on elite performance. If you're not already a member, you can join the Whoop community now for as low as $18 a month. We'll provide you with 24-7 access to your biometric data, as well as analytics across strain, sleep, recovery, and more. The membership comes with a free Whoopstrap 2.0. And for listening to this podcast, folks, if you enter the code WILLAHMED, that's W-I-L-L-A-H-M-E-D, at checkout, we'll give you 30 bucks off. So thank you for listening. Put 30 bucks on my tab, get that free month, and hopefully you enjoy Whoop. For our European customers, the code is WILLAHMED-E-U. Just tack E-U on the end of my name, and that'll get you 30 euros off when you join. Check out whoop.com slash the locker for show notes and more including links to relevant topics from our conversation. You can subscribe, rate, and review the Whoop podcast on iTunes, Google, Spotify, or wherever you've found this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can find me online at Will Ahmed and follow at Whoop on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also email thelocker at whoop.com with any thoughts, ideas, or suggestions. For our current members, we've got a lot of new gear in the Whoop store. I suggest you check that out. It includes 6, 12, and 18-month gift cards, help you save over time. We've got new bands, new colors, new textures. Visit whoop.com for more. Thank you again for listening to the Whoop podcast. We'll see you next week.